Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of For Long Haul Podcast. I uh, hope, wow, we actually did that in sync, I think. That'd be weird if we, if we actually did that without even practicing. We saw, we swore we didn't practice. No, that was, that was totally in sync. I mean, I could hear it, you know, the resonance yeah. when you do the same frequency. But um, I want to say one thing before we actually begin, Blaine. If this sounds a little echoey, we're sorry. The I'm studio, noticing that right now. The studio is a, isn't... Maybe we should open that door. Because then it'll allow the sound to escape. Uh, uh, yeah, go for it. Make the hungry guy do it. I mean, I'm, I'm hungry too. But, um... Yeah, I have it on low volume. I don't think it should be a problem. But our studio is in the middle. I don't want to say transit. Did that's get, the only one I can think of. Did it get better? I think so. At least I think it did. I think it got better. That white noise is an issue, is it? I don't think so. Hopefully it's not. Okay. But um, our studio is in the middle of... I don't want to say transit, but that's the only one I can Remodel. think of. Remodel. Isn't possibly being remodeled or rearranged, so maybe a little equity until we get furniture in here. Well, this should this should do a lot of work already. It shouldn't be that bad. Yeah, the sound quality may suffer a little bit, but we will find out. Uh, but that was I was noticing it right before you said that. I was like, it sounds a little different. It's because the, the there's, bed's, no, there's the, nothing else in here. There is nothing yeah. in here. It is a just Big ass with, cubicle. Just a room with a TV. A I mean, room. I mean, a room with a TV. A room with like a seventeen-inch TV, wall-mounted, <laughs> and um, and a table. I am losing my mind. Oh, I got it. It was like this hair. It was dangling out in front of me, like one of those uh, fish off of like Finding Nemo. Uh, those are, I think, called angelfish. That's not an angelfish. Angelfish are. Sam Robinson shots an angelfish. Well, I know the fish keeping hobby. There's a fish called an angelfish, and I know exactly what that is. And that's not. Maybe it's another. They're not the same species. Well, is that the no same? shit. Okay. No. Species ain't the right word. Oh. It's a angler fish. Angler. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, I remember the scene. It, it was. I was one word off. But then again, I'm one also, word off is literally I mean, one little. I think. Uh, but then again, I'm also. I'm also this person that. Make that that has difficulty spelling angle and angel right. Well, I always get like one little mixed up. Well, I'm not worried about it because my spelling's terrible, anyways. Because I technology is there for me, just like Allstate, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what uh, are we talking about today? So Blaine's been a palming hunting and all that with his girlfriend, and we th- and I thought today as we were planning this out, it was like, hey, why not do talk about his experience and process of apartment hunting right now, and we make this an episode. So apartment hunting, I guess. Okay. Over, uh, uh, over board thingy, I can't say anymore. Apartment hunting. I was gonna say it was some fight. That was our it. experience or whatever. Yeah. Um, probably shouldn't spend a whole minute figuring out the name in the middle of this, but yeah. Um, essentially, just like talking about apartment hunting, the process. Um, yeah. just from where we're at right now, we're not done. And uh, but are you guys in find one this weekend? Are we doing what? You guys in find one this weekend? We haven't got it nailed down yet. The reason why we haven't had to, we haven't done it yet, is because we haven't had to nail anything down yeah. yet. 
besides the fact that we didn't find anything that we were in love with. There was one that we went to that we loved, but, and, was, uh, but this is we'll, we'll talk about this as well. They and you talked the, about the, the prices in our last episode too. We did okay. Yeah. Like it, the uh, the prices that it said online was not the prices yeah. that it was when we got the. And so if I can think about things like at the beginning here, so the first thing that I would say to do. In terms of just my experience with it, because Victoria's hadn't rented an apartment before, yeah. and she was up here, and uh, and she used my friend Daz, uh, used to do apartment locating. Um, he's currently not doing that business right now, but he said he'd like to get back into doing it. But we the, did interview Daz one time, you guys. If you yeah. guys want to go back to, that's a very long episode. I'll have the episode number in the description. There you go. Been a while ago, but good good old boy Daz, uh, super awesome guy and um good friend and so he helped her get an apartment and i helped i was just in the background like making sure everything made sense for her she had questions stuff answered a lot of questions and uh or gave her like guidance to what i knew of but she you know found an apartment daz you know i reached i was like daz knows how to do this stuff this is what daz does and so i gave her info to daz he sent over some and then i went over there with him and we looked with her and her dad for some apartments when we were over here and uh, and I think it was the first one we went to. She loved it, mm-hmm. and uh, he he picked out all the apartments. He found ones in a price range. He found ones found them with that had deals on them, either like a rebate or like a rent special. She got like uh, a move-in special for the first you know twelve months. That was it was like three hundred dollars off a month. Like that's the, that's pretty good actually. And because uh, the the amount was if she stayed. Was gonna be like fourteen hundred a month or thirteen hundred a month, and she was paying a flat grand a month, and uh, so saved a lot of money. And yeah. she got a rebate credit for moving expenses. Either she gets a flat two hundred dollar check, which she got, or they pay for moving expenses. Up, which um, I don't. I guess that's up to two hundred dollars. Maybe I'm not sure about that. But so, and she got that free two hundred buck check, and for using him. And obviously, Daz made a commission from that transaction, which is the whole. You know, the point yeah. of the, everything there. But that, so if you can use an apartment locator, it is fantastic. But here's another thing I've learned. So Daz said, well, you should use this company. So we've, I think Victoria went to LinkedIn and, uh, and found somebody from this company uh, and reached out to him, like, hey, I'm looking for an apartment or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. And what are you looking for? And we gave him, like, you know, a price range and everything. And, uh, and out there in Austin, it is absolutely nuts. It is, like one of the most desirable places to live. It is currently the most desirable, I think, in Texas and one of the top desirable in the United States. Um, don't, you know, don't have an exact quote on me for that, but I know that's accurate. I know it's a top 10. I think it's in top three. Well, wouldn't be surprised. I mean, because I think, if I remember correctly, Austin's one of the, it's a, is in the top 10 biggest cities in in the entire country, so I wouldn't be so surprised by that. So. Automatically qualifies for that pretty much, but I think it's like a still top out of three. Houston. I'm thinking of. I was good. Definitely not going to be Houston. It's going to be Austin uh, uh, versus Houston. I guarantee you that. It's just I always get to see mix up for some reason in my head. But um, but yeah, and plus all the Californians and everybody moving over there, the apartment market besides obviously just the real estate market is crazy, and in terms of people gobbling everything up, um, the apartment market's super fierce right now. Things are coming up, and as soon as they come up, they leave, especially in the lower price range. And because uh, we just so happen to not be made of money just yet, and so we're you know competing with other people and stuff like that. So, 
like that one apartment that we went to see, if that was available, we would have signed it probably right there. Mm-hmm. If that was the right price and everything. But they were like, actually, $400 more expensive. Yeah. And we were like, whoa, okay, never mind. It was beautiful. I mean, it made sense that it was that much more expensive. When yeah. we got there, we were like, wow, this place. Also, another thing like, that people don't, because I've helped some people, like, you know, apartment hunting and all that, because they're like, hey, Brandon, you've lived in an apartment and all that before. You know, some of the stuff, there's like, you're more knowledgeable and like, this general adulting stuff than I am. Can you help me? I was like, yeah, it's no problem. When did you live in an apartment? Back in Sandwell. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, but, uh, so, like, they're, like, the, so, like, they knew I knew adulting stuff is the best way I can say it. So, they asked me to help them. I was like, yeah. And and they were like, oh, I want to, it's like, we should check over those apartments over at the beach. I was like, no. They were like, why? Like, they were sad. I automatically just turned it down. I was like, Dad is next to the beach, quote unquote. Our, our city beach, quote unquote. It's not really a beach, you guys, but they call it that. It's a. And I'm like, and that is also on a waterfront next to the school. They're going to jack the living hell out of those prices. You literally got the equivalent of having the most expensive space of rental real estate in the. <laughs> yeah. Justified. Uh, anyways. Yeah. And I was, yeah, so like, this, I told them, like, it's like. If any property you ever buy or rent is on, like, waterfront or near, like, downtown, that's automatically going to make them just jack it up. Even next if to it's the square, ne- uh, next or in front of water. Those are, like, if it's yeah. in downtown anywhere, yeah. more expensive. Or, like, on the square <laughs> anywhere. That's a, you know, downtown, like, uh, okay. or, like, to scenic, like, square. Because like, yeah. typically squares, besides a town like us, bigger towns, the square means downtown in the middle. But for us, the square is kind of like it's to the side of everything. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for busy places that aren't as like small towns, the square is downtown. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, they literally that's a recipe for expensive place to live. Yeah, and I told him it's like that. If you ever get anything on the waterfront, that's automatically gonna jack it up. They're like disappointed that I automatically told them that. I'm like, you want to save money? Do not do that unless it's your last resort. Yeah. And so. I mean that's pretty much why we're we haven't got a place yet, and so we're still we're still in a search process right now. We've seen some. There was one that we liked. Essentially, I would say things in terms of like helpful tips for people to be able to you know in their search. Number one, like I already mentioned, was the apartment locator. If they're really helpful, you know they're gonna you know send you a little list based on where they are. They should they should have local knowledge to help you out with yeah. that as well. Right now, things are really fierce in the Austin area. Considering real estate's the way it is, I would assume it would it's be fierce. A, honestly, and I think popular. it's in most places. I think. I would is. think it would be fierce in most other places, um, because of the way the real estate market is. And people have to live in apartments as well. So. Um, also, like if you don't want to like get somebody to, or you can't find somebody to help you, Zillow does rentals. Zell, uh, then there's apartment.com, and all that. Yeah, there's many different websites and whatnot. Uh, I'm using, you know, apartment.com to go through and look for a lot of, you know, different inventory. That's one of the most mainstream ones that are there. Not everything is up to date, but they all source from the same locations. And so that's pretty relevant information. And they tell you when it was recently updated too, which is very nice. Helps you narrow your search down. So next, when you find some apartments that you like that are in your area and everything and your price range, all that good stuff, then... Um, because they'll tell you if there's anything available, you can search by that. Yeah. It's super great. You need to call them. Don't even like. Don't just randomly show up, because you're gonna end up wasting your time. Call them ahead of time. Verify the price is right, 
and uh, because you need, that's important. You you have a certain amount you can live within. Also, verify um, the unit style or the unit type you want to because then you'll be like, oh, I saw this place with 700. It's like, oh, and you think it's a two-bedroom. They're like, oh, yeah, we do. You go there. It's like, oh, no, it's only a one-bedroom that's 700. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, you wasted time for nothing. Yeah, so, so make sure, like, you know, you tell them, it's like, hey, I saw this two or this one, blah, 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 square inch for this price. Do you guys still have that, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, because they'll, they'll have, like, the, the layouts there. And so you can see, like, this is the 728-square-foot apartment. And some of them have names called, like, you know, this is the Hendrix or something. Yeah. Like, just random names um, for the style of layout. Instead of saying, oh, it's a 728-square-foot one, it's a lot easier to say, like, oh, that's the – the James Lake version, yeah. and so uh, and so verify, yeah, like you said, the layout that you're desiring, and uh, like whatever it is, is a two bed, one bath. Um, you know, we're looking for one bed, one bath. We're not trying to get robbed, <laughs> because you know, right now, like, yeah, if, I mean, literally, like for seven hundred, there's nothing for that. Like, not they ain't giving anything away for that, and uh, which me makes sense for the area, really expensive area. Oh, you just mentioned that, and I thought I just mentioned this. Another reason why some places can be more expensive because of all the amenities they have at the apartment complex too. Absolutely. So looking into encountering that, like you know, if you compare it to carbon pump uh, to apartment complexes, the you know, and say they're both about the same price, see which ones have amenities because you don't pay for those usually at the apartment complexes. So you know, I say try to get the one that's. If it's both about the same price, try to get the one that's going to give you a little more bang for your buck with all the extra amenities and all that. Well, there's no free lunches, but um, there is, yeah, they have, they're competitive, so a lot of them have yeah. different amenities. It's pretty common, I'm seeing now, that a lot of places have gyms. Some of them are just new, terrible. New, newer ones, especially. Well, I mean, even the, some of the, the older ones, that there is gyms, but like it's super, like, dinky and like yeah. missing there's a couple of things like their gyms is really more than anything it's just a space yeah. for you to be able to work out in and that's pretty much it maybe a couple dumbbells you're lucky two treadmills three treadmills super small but and unless you're at a really nice little apartment complex don't really expect to get a full gym uh neat if it has those neat if it has a pool and stuff but the first thing i do first things first is i search strictly by price yeah and then i want location and so well, really, it's for location then price. It's got to be in location yeah. for me to be able to be there. And so, location is number one priority. Right smack dab next to it is the price, and then uh, using those filtering tools is gonna make your time so much easier than searching through a list of oh, this was nice. Oh, I was too much. Just make a filter. Don't waste your time looking at crap that's too much, and then uh, and then go from there. Like we need like washer and dryer hookups because we have those already. Well, then that's also on the list. We, they always – they list all the different – that's an, like an amenity. And, all, and there's a big list of everything. And uh, another thing to watch out for with renting apartments, this is um, something that's like hidden fees. Um, that's not really – it's not real obvious. I've just seen it in some different spots when I'm looking at information. Mm-hmm. Some of them have it listed because it's nice that that apartment complex is transparent versus other places, maybe not as much. I don't know. Uh, but some places they have like – a a monthly parking fee, which I was just like, what the hell? Like uh, literally had a monthly parking fee to park the vehicle. I've seen there. those that have it, a monthly parking fee, but it's like, 
uh, it's like, you know, you get an assigned spot and it pay was, for those. And that's, no, that was literally just a parking fee to park there. I'm like, what do you and, mean? And, the, and the, 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 the park your car there. You live there. And did that come through? Probably. Uh, I, I can't tell you. That was small. We'll have, you're just going to let that go. Yeah. Uh, but there's literally, some apartments have a, a monthly parking fee, which I think is pretty rare, but... You know, consider that because if you're like, my budget is eleven hundred per month, and this one's a thousand. Well, then now they got a monthly parking fee that bumps you up past, you know, towards eleven hundred. Then you know, other things you've got like your, you know, you've got like trash fees and like water and electricity. Now, water and electricity, it's really you know given, and um, trash fees and stuff like that. Some and of those other things. I think it's are becoming real, but some places they include that into the rent or all that, like you know, um, it depends. What amenities? No, no, no. The um, I mean the the electricity and water. Yeah. Or oh, they, they take care of that. That used to be pretty common. I don't think it's as common anymore. I don't think so either. I, I'm not hundred percent sure. And uh, like Jordan, he has he has to pay electricity and water. I I think they they, they don't cover either of those. I don't know why. This entire time I thought he was renting a house or something. No. <laughs> I don't know why. I just imagined that. It's I mean it's a. It's a real decent apartment. Um, he's got a, he's getting a good deal over there, which real estate there is way cheaper. Oh my goodness, they're giving away houses in Kansas. I mean, uh, literally, first time home buyer house over there is ninety nine thousand, okay, like um, one hundred and five thousand. No offense to Kansas or anything, but I don't think that's like a place you ever think of. Really, it's like, oh, I want to go to Kansas, especially because like you know, it's kind of like the joke is like you know, going to middle of Tornado Valley and all that too. I don't know, man. The way they're giving away real estate, it's pretty attractive to me. Uh, but, but beyond that, it's just like, well, this is a really flat place. Okay, cool. Uh, but Kansas City's pretty cool. There's plenty of things to do there for sure. Um, but I don't know where, where I was at. Uh, Jordan, Jordan's apartment. Yeah, the amenities and all that. Not the amenities. The uh, water and the electricity and everything. That's that's typically not covered. Her last apartment, she yeah. had had to pay both of those. Uh, so there's a lot of things to set up, but just know that assume you're going to have to pay for both of those. If not great. So they'll mention it a lot of times in the listing. Cause yeah. that's a selling point if they'll pay for like water. Yeah. And also don't forget that if you're going to bring any pets and all that, uh, those fees for that too. Always pet registration. Fee. And there's pet fees, typically a start fee to bring the pet that you pay a one time at the beginning. And then there's like a monthly and there's a monthly fee. Yeah. And then there's typically a pet deposit. And that is t- refundable normally, but sometimes they're not. You need to look yeah. at the fine print. And also, it's um, uh, the more pets you have, the more it increases, and the more you uh, yeah, you pay per pet yeah. pit, typically. And sometimes there's a limit. Some breeds of dogs are restricted. Yeah. Uh, if you've got, sadly enough, you've got the sticker labeled aggressive dog breed, uh, less likely to accept it. Or if you have X breed that is giant dogs <laughs> yeah less likely to accept it some of them have weight restrictions and uh, so prevent them from being a giant dog in the complex that's another thing and don't try to sneak it on because you know if they find it and all that you're you're screwed yeah they can they can do stuff you don't want to be a part of so mm-hmm. and not to mention evict you yeah which is a pain in the ass if you need to live somewhere yeah so um i mean yeah i wouldn't worry about doing that um, other stuff. Yeah, there's an application fee to apply mm-hmm. for the apartment complex. Um, and so now if you really listen to this stuff, there's a lot more than just you pay a month of rent. Another super- and don't forget your security deposit too. That's another one. Yeah, and honestly, the thing is that 
like with renting real estate, like houses and stuff like that, you have the house. Let's say it's a thousand a month. Yeah. You're you pay when you get there. You pay your first month's rent. There's one grand. Boom. Security deposit is first month rent again. Typically, all right. Boom. That's a second grand. But the that security deposit, as long as it isn't, you know, you didn't destroy the house. It's used for like the last month's rent typically, hmm. and uh, or it's just you know refunded. It just depends on how they run it. Uh, but versus like the apartments, a lot of them, they don't require such a big upfront cost, which makes more sense to me because a lot of young kids that you're getting to get into these, unless their parents are doing it, they don't have this, you know, three grand to throw out real mm-hmm. quick. And, um, and so Victoria's other one she rented didn't have a big deposit. There's like a, you know, application fee and everything and like first month's rent. And then there was some kind of deposit that was like refundable a couple hundred, but not like a whole nother month of rent. So that's the thing to think about, you and know. Also, whenever you are looking, ask your buddies in any apartment complexes. Be like, hey, do you guys have, uh, is, do you guys know if there's any spaces available and all that? Because here's the thing. A lot of places do deals, especially if some one of their re- uh, residents, that would be the right word, residents. Yeah, resident. Uh, refers somebody to them and that part, the resident gets like maybe a gift card or $100 off the rent. That's And cool. then they give you a bonus. I know... Uh, one of my co-workers moved to the uh, apartment complex behind Chili's in our town, and uh, our other co-worker lived there too, so he referred him. Uh, I think both of them ended up getting like a $250 gift card or whatever That's from the cool. apartment complex or something like that. I can't remember what it was exactly, but boom, yeah. Ask your buddies, be like, hey, do you guys got anything? Especially if there's a deal going on with the apartment complex. So your buddy's most likely not going to know if there's really vacancy unless it's severe. But your buddy can most likely get you a referral like link or program or sheet or something or if you, for this thing you're talking about. Yeah, or if you, you know, apply to your buddy's apartment complex, write them down as a reference, you never know. Sometimes they don't tell you until, like, you know, you're in the middle of doing that stuff. Well, so. slow down a minute here. Because the way paperwork works with legalities and getting things that you want to get and haven't written them down before, this is real estate kicking in. Uh, this needs to be written or communicated beforehand. So if you want to get this, like, cause, because both parties win here, the uh, person that your friend and yeah. you get a discount. So, like, you know, obviously you want that and because it's more money for you. If you if there's any point of you being able to get this, there needs to be like a form or something done first. Don't just apply and put your friend on as a reference and trust in good faith. Don't trust in good faith. Trust in paperwork and ink. And so if there's some kind of referral thing, your friend gets that. Put your name on it, whatnot. Because like for instance, if you wanted to go get an Amex American Express credit card and you applied first, then I was like, oh, you should have used my link. Well, I'm screwed now because you didn't use it. They don't no, no good faith thing here. They may do that kind of thing because Amex has got great customer service. Well, see, but. you don't also here's the thing though. You also don't always apply the, you know, uh, do the paperwork over those. Some, they let you take it sometimes too. Uh huh. Yeah. No, and that's what I'm saying. If there's like a paper to be done or whatever, yeah. like get that. Don't just gotcha. do it in good faith. Like say now, if it doesn't exist, put your friend on as a reference. I guess that's the best you got. Yeah. But. You know, if they have those referral programs, which I've seen that before, I'm not super versed on being in an apartment, but, you know, get the things that mm-hmm. you need. Your friend gets the paperwork or whatever. That ensures the process is going to be done and they don't forget that it's something you wanted to do. And yeah. they're like, oh, we didn't have anything on that. And they just let it go. 
And also, don't forget, places also do have, like Blaine said, move-in specials where they take X amount of off of your rent for the first couple of months, etc., etc. I am finding that is that still exists, but it's significantly less I, I, uh, often right now. But it's also situation. It also depends on the time of year, because you know everything they do. Pe- businesses and places do so and stuff at so and times of year. I think those are typically, from what I've seen, beginning of the year and right before school begins. So, like, August, uh, July, and August. I think that for the, in terms of just things, like right now, it's a driver for those being common. Uh, for what I'm seeing in the price range of the um, pretty much like, you know, sub 1200 um, price range over there, is there's not much of those move in specials. There's a couple. They're not any that's like for the entirety, get like literally a couple hundred bucks off every month. There is a couple like maybe the first six weeks free or something like that. But there's not any massive ones. I think it's just because of the supply and demand. There's very, the demand is so high. They don't have to try it that's hard. They don't have to. Versus earlier when Victoria got that apartment, that it was just such a high supply. But when did she also get that apartment too, though? When? Yeah, like around one month. Oh, I don't know. I felt like the middle of the year, though. Um, when it comes down to, I think it was more the, the middle of the year, but I mean, also the real estate was not crazy like it is now. And I think that, I think just, it's just the demand aspect of it is, you know, major driver. They don't have to compete that hard to give away money. And why would you give away money if you didn't have to in your business? All right. So anything else you can think of playing? Oh, also look at reviews about apartment complex and all that, like how the staff is and all that. Because you don't want to pay X amount of money and then have, like, you know, the, I don't want to say help, but the employees of the apartment complex, like the front desk ladies and all that, to be, like, a pain in the ass to work with or just give you a headache. I agree with what you're saying, but the the problem about being able to find what's good and what's not good in terms of reviews is, here's the thing, if you go and you have, let's say, a 7 out of 10 experience at a restaurant, you enjoyed it. Are you going to immediately go leave a review that says you liked it? Because you're not like an, a crazy like Yelper or like a Google oh, reviewer. Yeah. That is true. But we go know. and ate at Mama's Pizza, a new pizza place. We ate it. We were like, man, definitely at least a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, but did we leave a review? No. no we enjoyed it. We made, we'll tell our friends. But the thing is, what if we went there and had a terrible time? We would leave a review. Yeah. And so the thing is, a person who has a great time is you know more than likely you know not going to leave a review. And, um, but the people who have a bad time are almost always going to leave a review. And so it's plagued a lot with a lot of bad reviews. And I think the number one thing you're going to find out is ideally go and, you know, see what kind of vibe you get when you get there. But like when it comes down to it, even the the apartment complex Victoria was at was super nice. The reviews on there were, I don't know, they, they seemed not good yeah. and but they recently changed the apartment companies that manage the building and but still you know she would put in requests for something that they need to get done and it it wouldn't be like super quick but they would still do it and that's a common problem in the industry but as long as they handle the request and everything and you know you've got running ac water and electricity you know everything yeah. else is just people complaining that they didn't get to them the same day but you're not the only guy needing help yeah because i just know this because uh um towards the uh like, one of my coworkers left that apartment complex, but, like, they were talking about it recently, especially how, like, the 
past couple of months before they left, uh, like though, like whenever they had to do maintenance on the apartment, it'd be like, "Hey, uh, can you call us whenever you're heading up there and all that, so that way you know we can make sure we're ready." Or, "Hey, I'm not gonna be there that day." Yeah. And then the the people came on the day they said they're not gonna be there to do the repairs, so nobody was at the house. Or you know, just, the, or they, they never were, called to give them a heads up that they're on the way. So instead, they were just in the house by themselves. I don't know if they were able to get in or not. Oh. But they weren't able to do like the repair or maintenance they had to do in the apartment. Okay. And, you know, okay. and he was like, you know, and the guy was like, you know, he kept on like, you know, kept on always saying, "Hey, uh, can you guys call us when you're about to head over there so that way I can give my uh, wife a heads up that you guys are coming over though." Now that because like you know, because. She's over there with the, like, uh, I think at the time it was, like, probably, like, a one-year-old, I think. And, you know, sometimes, you know, yeah, they were just a, napping and all that. Yeah, and, and she's, like, you know, she's a lady living alone by herself, you know. And um, so, yeah, that's that's not very nice. Or, I clearly didn't even take notes yeah. on that kind of thing. And, so, and, and it was also apparently, like, a pain after he left and all that. He was still having trouble with them because they never forwarded his mail his mail to that to him because he gave them the new address and all that and he said if any um if any of our mail comes in can you guys forward this blah blah, uh-huh. blah. and then apparently he ended up like he ended up somehow uh they never told him like he paid something he forgot to pay something or whatever after he left uh-huh so and then you know just kind of added up a little bit and then he was like three hundred dollars in debt but he was able to get all of that taken care of and like you know not pay it well, like, yeah, because if he didn't notify you, well, that's not on you. But, like, they'll keep on saying, oh, no, no, you got to pay or something like that. I think it took him a couple of months to, with the debt collectors to get it all sorted out. Yeah. But, like, you know, that was, like, a little bit of a horror story. They probably sent him a letter to that mailbox in there, and he's like, how the fuck is this guy supposed to read it? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, that's, as you know, you can look at reviews, and I think if you judged by a place you want to rent by the reviews, you're not going to have, you're going to have a hard time. Uh, because it's just, you know, everyone who has something bad to say will go leave a review. Like if you see a recording pattern, though, I feel like that would be a red flag. Especially if they're, like, more recent and all that. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, really recent. I still think, you know, if the reviews are minor when you compare everything else, you end up getting the place you need, you end up getting the price you need, you end up getting the amenities you need, yeah. you get up, end up getting the features you need within the apartment and the square footage and everything. When you have all of that that lines up correctly... Like, the reviews and stuff don't mean a whole lot because those are high priorities. Like I mean, no, yeah, you're 100% price, all right, but, you know, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's something to look out for, you know. I definitely look at it. I, I do look at it. But the thing to me, like, as long as I go there and the place is nice, and by be nice is, like, not be a shithole or a place I can visually identify as what I consider not nice, and I have, yeah. like, a, a mental checklist for me that – by the way it looks and how new it is, is what I consider nice. And uh, and so as long as it's to my standard of nice, I'm really not worried about the reviews because at least they care about the upkeep of the property. Yeah. And if they care about that, it gives me confidence that they're going to at least you know care about the upkeep of my unit to some extent. But I'm not really worried about having problems in the unit, really. Yeah. And not to mention, I can fix stuff too, but I am in an apartment, so they're going to fix it because that's the reason what I'm paying them for. And that's part of their, part of how it works with renting. So yeah. they're gonna get to fix it. Oh well, I think that's it for today's episode. Unless you can think of anything else, Blaine. Well, if you want me to add one more thing, it's one thing I thought about is uh, we're not we won't get too crazy into this because we've touched on the subject of making on the subject of making a budget 
plenty of times. But if you're going to be moving in an apartment now, and this should have been like super earlier on, but we ended up bouncing off each other. Make a budget in terms of, you know, how much you're going to be spending. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's not just, oh, I'm going to spend 1200 on rent. No, you got to make a budget on there how much you're going to be spending and go on there, you know, like a spreadsheet and add up everything together. Yeah, because you're going to have that. You're going to have the fees, water, electricity, internet, phone, et cetera, et cetera. And if you, I don't, I don't know it that much about this. If you do, chime in. Rentals insurance too, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm gonna make this really easy because I have a list of this. Just I made a sheet for myself. Yeah. Uh, besides your upfront cost, which I I'm just talking about recurring expenses. Just know you're gonna need extra cash to start. Yeah. And then just you figure that out. Uh, but renters insurance is one thing. Now you can get renters insurance for really cheap, or you can get screwed. And so. Really, in terms of renter's insurance, you can be anywhere from 5 to $10 a month. Some places require it. Some places don't. Uh, Jordan, where he lives, doesn't require it. Victoria's old apartment did require it. Yeah. Uh, don't just look up renter's insurance and click the first ad. You're going to be paying more than you need to. Uh, I think a place I heard of is called like Lemon or something. Just price shop your renter's insurance. I, myself, don't have any value to renter's insurance to me. I think I don't – I mean, I just don't want it, so I'm going to buy the cheapest one because – I don't have that much stuff. I need to insure everything. Yeah. Um, not to mention, I'm going to be smart about keeping my stuff locked and whatnot the best I can, not leave valuables laying everywhere. You know, s- simple stuff. But if they want to rob me, they'll rob me. And uh, that's how that'll go. So ex- recurring expenses. Make sure you factor in these when looking for the apartment. You've got your rent, obviously. That's recurring. You've got your electricity you're going to need every month. You're going to have your water. You're going to have your internet. That's another thing. If you're going to have cable, that's a bill. Most people our age aren't going to have that, though. You've got your recurring expenses in terms of your streaming services. You do need to think about those. Those add up. Oh, actually, I don't have many, but other people have actually, a lot more. I actually need to change one of my because I just got, I just got a, credit card, a new new debit card. I'll explain it to you later. So there we go. And so um, recurring any recurring expenses you've got, renter's insurance, that's a thing. I'll count to 5 to $10 a month for that. I just put 10 on my sheet. Ideally, going to spend less uh, just to give me a budget here. How much am I going to spend on groceries? It really varies. You can look up average household spend on groceries. Um, Typically it, about how much you spend on gas a week on a normal normal week. And uh, that's I've got gas on here. You've got the phone bill, which includes paying for your phone and, you know, obviously the service. Uh, if you're going to get a gym, got a recurring gym membership there. Car insurance. These are recurring things. So like we've talked about the budgets before, yeah. recurring expenses there. you got to have your must-live expenses to operate and live and eat. And then everything else past that is your extra expenses that aren't required to live. And then you get all that stuff together and all that good stuff. Make your budget. We have an episode about the budget. And i got to find that. Yeah. That's taking me a second. We're talking about referencing a lot of things in here. We're making homework. Uh, but go through, make your budget. We've talked about this before. It's going to be super helpful because you think, oh, well, I can afford at least $1,200 a month. Well, yeah. Have you thought about ha- having to pay $1,400 a month and everything? And so pretty much there's one more tiny point I had for that. Oh, a really easy way to determine a rough estimate of how much uh, your expenses are going to be for the uh, apartment. So if your rent's 1200 bucks, uh, let's say that, assume 50% of that will be additional expenses to live. So 600 bucks. Hmm. I think I think that was right. Um, 50% or 80% or times two. 
damn it. Well, I felt really good when I was saying that, but now I'm kind of <laughs> not remembering. Because the funny part is, let's see. Actually, no, doubled it. My, that's and most of my buddy Jordan told me. He said double it. Uh, he said pretty much about double. And so if you rent 1200 bucks, to spend, expect to spend the same amount almost in expenses. All your different expenses you're going to have. Stuff we mentioned, stuff we didn't mention to live. And so... And we did the, I did the numbers with actually numbers of what we, you know, from her having the stuff she had at her other apartment, what the numbers were, and also my personal things that, and, you know, our experience of what we're spending, we pretty much, you know, $1,200 rent, we're looking at additional one grand a month in expenses, uh, you know. I can kind of, honestly, I can kind of see that. Well, yeah. actually, it's 800 bucks. Uh, it's pretty, that's pretty close, though. In, yeah, in terms of a rough estimate, that's really freaking close. Honestly, I think that is, because I was thinking about, like, if I just get, like, a... Uh, well, I've got all the numbers here. Gas isn't on there. And, uh, you know, if you add gas to that, and then I, yeah, I don't have... I'll, I didn't add phone bill to that either. Honestly, that I think that is pretty per, good. Personal budget. And, I mean, worst case scenario, you overshoot, you have extra money at the end of the month, you know? Yeah. When it comes to like spending money, it's better to overestimate than underestimate. Yep, and we've talked about that. Uh, well, I that's it. That's all I got. I'll do our outro so I don't mess up, Blaine. All right. And then so, oh my gosh, I just saw something funny on my phone. Um, I'll, I'll show you in a minute. All right. Uh, this is like a GIF. Victoria Simi was is funny. It was like cute funny. Um, so, all right, so our outro here. So, you're supposed to say, where can you find us? Where can you find us, Blaine? <laughs> That's my cue. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You can find us at on Instagram at For the Long Haul Podcast. And then, or if you want to shoot us an email for sponsorship information or anything like that, email us at FTLHpodcast at gmail.com. You know, like For the Long Haul, FTLHpodcast at gmail.com. All right. And until next time, you guys, you guys have a good one. See you later.